Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 10 of the His and Her Life Hacks podcast. We have a special guest today. We're joined today by our one-year-old golden retriever. He's not so golden. Oakley. He's a white golden. He's a white golden. Um, English. And the the reason he's our special guest today is that our topic is when your fiancé gifts your eight children a puppy at Christmas. That's right. So we're thinking that there might be those of you out there, and we're a little out of breath because we had to get them up on the chair, but we're thinking that there's some, there might be some of you out there who are contemplating, should we give our kids a puppy at Christmas, or maybe you've already made the decision and getting uh, excited for it, or maybe this rekindles a, uh, a fond memory from your past when you did that. So Yeah. So, and we both love pets, so, you know, when you think about... Um, I did not have a puppy or dogs or pets at all in my childhood, but when um, I was on my own, I definitely did. I always had a dog around. Um, and then, Larry, you also had Yeah, so when I was growing up, I loved uh, dogs, and we had dogs growing up. But then once we got married and the kids came along, you know, we, we decided having a puppy was going to be like having another kid, and we certainly had a lot of kids. So that was, uh, that was not in the cars. And then in the last, I don't know, seven, eight years, you know, the thought of me trying to bring on a puppy in addition to raising the kids by myself, it was, that was just too much for my brain to, uh, to process. However, my daughter Carmel every year at Christmas time at the top of the wish list without fail was a puppy. And every, every year I'd have to be like, Carmel, no, let's, uh, let's retry. Let's, let's get back to the drawing board on that one because, but she loved, I mean, she wanted a puppy so bad as did some of the other kids as well. So. Yes. And for those of you who are not watching this on YouTube, you have to look at this episode <laughs> by video because he's so cute. Um, so, yeah. So what Larry was just saying about Carmel, obviously, I didn't know about that. But I had this brilliant idea because I was kind of in cahoots with Carmel when we were talking about or sharing our love for dogs and animals in general. But then I was like, oh, wouldn't it be fun to get a puppy for Christmas? And she's like, oh, my gosh, yes, yes. So then I started working Larry for that um, because I live in an apartment. So I wouldn't get one because I feel like these dogs need the space to run. But Larry has, like, the perfect house and the perfect grounds and space. And there's always somebody home. So that also works. Well, you actually tried to do it for my birthday back in August of last year. And I was like, uh, no, yeah. <laughs> we're not going down that path. But then uh, but then Dawn, you know, didn't relent and uh, was pretty persistent um, and ultimately convinced me that we would do it. And at this point, Carmel didn't know that we were actually going to do it. So we kind of made the decision and didn't let the kids know and um, just decided to make it a surprise. So then we had to go, OK, well, where are we going to get the puppy and pick out the right now. puppy? So um so we came upon you had a friend who had a, a breeder who was uh pretty close by and uh we went through the process uh and i'm sure some of you are familiar with this of kind of watching your puppy grow they put you on video and you get to see all of them playing and and then we got to go up and actually have the uh, the day to pick pick them out yeah that was super fun it was cute to see them grow um you know as little little tiny puppies and then get their furry hair and um, and then of course they all look the same. So we're like, I don't know, which one do you want? So then when we went up there, um, it was a local breeder. Um, we were able to, you know, we knew we wanted a male. Um, so then she brought out, I think there were like six males mm-hmm. to choose from. Um, so <laughs> 
Oakley, that's his name, um, his name was Blackie, and that was based on a black collar that he wore. So they all kind of had nicknames. And he was the fattest and the chunkiest, and I, of course, wanted him right away because he was so cute and fluffy. Um, and then there was another one that we call Rainbow, <laughs> and he always he looked like a she because he was so tiny. He was a little nugget, um, but he was such a snuggler, so I loved how he kind of nestled up in my little neck and... Um, so we were touring between those two. Yeah, so so while Rainbow was snuggling up to her, I watched uh, Blackie at the time. In the middle of all his little friends as they were running around, he went and just went to the bathroom right in the middle of it. I'm like, wow. So if he's like that bold and that confident, like he's going to fit in great with our family. So then I was like, uh, we should get Blackie, right? And so, but we still had to convince Dawn of Blackie. So I had to give Dawn Blackie. And then Blackie did the did his thing and snuggled up next to her, and, and then that was it. Yeah, Better. for sure. And when you say bathroom, like, let's just be clear, he took a poop, <laughs> like a big poop. And Larry was like, oh, he fits right in with the Ambrose family. I'm like, great, because I don't know. I mean, if you guys have boys, I don't. So all they do is talk about poop. And so... It's not really true. It's true. Like, I don't know why... True. Poop is a conversation with boys or men, but it is. And so, yes, in that as essence, he fit right in. So, um, but yeah, so we chose him. And then I think we had to wait like a week or two before we could go. But I think we chose December 22nd to pick him up. And the plan was to gift him on Christmas Eve, um, I think either before or after church. And... So we thought that was a great plan <laughs> until the plan didn't work out so well. But uh, yeah, so we went up. It was December 22nd. We went out. We picked him up. Um, we brought him back. And the first thing we had to do was, OK, we got to go to Petco to buy some things um, that we needed for him. And literally, we put him down for one second <laughs> and he pooped again. And we're like, huh, huh maybe this isn't. Uh, I was like, oh, he's just nervous. Yeah, maybe he's cute. nervous. What Little did we know what that was going to foretell, right, for the for later that day. So then, you know, we got the supplies that we needed. We brought him back home. So I went back home. And then Dawn had to, she had still a lot of wrapping to do. You had to decorate your I house. still did not have my Christmas tree up yet on December 22nd. Yeah, and, um, so I needed help. and. So um, she thought she'd be able to do it with this nice, cute little yeah. puppy snuggled in her lap. Watching but, Hallmark movies and wrapping my gifts. Like I had the vision. That's how it was going to go. But that's not what happened. So he was a very rambunctious puppy that needed to go outside a lot to go to the bathroom. And it was, I don't know if you remember, but last year we had a horrible rainstorm that lasted, I think, six or seven days straight, nonstop freezing rain. So it was cold, it was raining, and I'm puppy training. And I live in an apartment, like I said, on the third floor. So, and I'm trying to train him to ring a bell with his nose Every time that he has to go out. So, of course, at this point, he's not telling me he has to go out. So, I'm doing the action. So, every single time he would have uh, have a pee accident or poop, because he did both, like, 8,000 times in my apartment. Um, every single time, like, you know that they're finished and they don't have any more to go, but you have to still do it. So, every single time, I would pick him up, throw on my... It was a whole thing. I had to throw on my jacket with the hood throw on boots, get him, put him to the door, touch his nose with the bell and say, go potty, go potty. And then just like run down three flights of stairs, put him outside in the pouring rain 
only to have him look at me like, what are we doing? And I'm like, yeah, it's part of the process. So we did that a million times. I think if we're trying to convince people that this is such a great idea, yeah, I don't just, think it's kind of started <laughs> out that way. You're probably all like, all right, we're bailing. Go buy, uh, yeah, like, let's true. go buy the Xbox or something that's like true, that. That's true. Okay. So, so then, there so is the, a happy ending. Yeah. So stay tuned. Stay so then we sent, my son Jordan came over, helped on, kind of rescued her, played with the puppy, played with Oakley. At this point, we hadn't even named Oakley because we wanted the kids to name him. And um, so they got through that day and that evening. So then, you know. Well, don't... no, I mean, let's not breeze over that. So let's just, I had Jordan come over, thank God. And he was supposed to just hold the puppy so I could decorate and um, put up my tree or whatever, wrap gifts. And, but the puppy still kept peeing and pooping like 8,000 times. So poor Jordan, he would throw on his jacket and boots every single time because I needed to be consistent for training purposes. I had to be the one to like hit the bell and run downstairs and do all that. So then Jordan just kept coming with me. I, I, no lie. Like if we had Jordan on here, he he would attest to... 18 million times up and down these steps. But, um, and then finally he was like, I got the tree up, thankfully. Um, I think Oakley finally was like peed and pooped out, I thought. Um, and so he was resting and then Jordan left. Yes. And then I thought, oh, this will be a nice, super snuggly night. Just me and the puppy. <laughs> so you put the puppy in the crate because we wanted to crate him, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, crate training just for bedtime, you know, potty purposes, especially with him exploding every five seconds. But, um, yeah, so I did the whole, I think it was like, I don't know, 1 a.m., 12 midnight by the time I finally settled down and put him in his crate. And he was supposedly crate trained, so used to that. So it wouldn't have been, like, foreign for him. But, um, so, yeah, so I'm laying in the bedroom and... I hear, you know, the crying that happens usually when you get a puppy and they're crated or whatever. And, uh, you know, you know that you have to let them cry it out just like a baby. You know, you can't just run. And so I let them cry for a little bit, then went out and reassured. Um, I guess I could have put the crate in the room with me. That would have been. But they it depends who you talk to. They tell you don't. Some say do, you know, whatever. So. Um, so I kept doing that whole reassure thing and then I let it go longer, longer. And the last time that I had let it go longer, he was howling at this point. And I'm like, all right, I've just got to go out and get him. So I open my door. It's now 3 a.m. I open my door and all of a sudden this smell, like can't this, the worst smell in the whole world. And I was like, oh no, that's not good came it you know to my face as I opened the door and I I go out and my poor Oakley who's blacky at this point is brown he is a hundred percent covered in brown poop and so are my walls my carpet the crate and you know you get a crate that's somewhat it's not too big but not too small so it's not like you know it, it was a big space or whatever but it was everywhere. The poop was everywhere. And so I didn't know what to do first. So I went and got gloves and then I put him in the bathtub and just bathed him. And I thought, okay, I'll wrap him up like a taco and kind of get him all, you know, clean and snuggly. And then I'll start cleaning everything, the floor, the wall, the crate. Well, he didn't stay wrapped in a taco. He wanted to be with me in the poop. <laughs> so he kept coming over. I'm like, no, 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 no. 
So Larry got the 3 a.m. The call at 3 a.m. And I'm like, huh, what? And then she's like, you've got to come over. you got to come over. Like, she was distraught, right? And I, you know. And I never asked for help. So for me to call, like, was a yeah. big deal. I was actually surprised he answered. Thank God he answered. So, you know, and actually, I, all my kids were home because they're home. The ones were home from college. Everybody was living in the house at the time. And I'm like, why am I getting a call at 3 a.m.? Like, well, I wouldn't have expected one. But then when I heard the voice and the tone of the voice on the other end, I'm like, uh-oh. So I came over and she opens the door and there before me is Lily, a drowned rat. She is totally soaking wet, clothes soaking wet, like just trying to Holding hold him. Holding the puppy. And I'm like, and we just, okay, we got to get down we to. started laughing. We laughed. So we didn't. And we're out in the, you know, out outside of the floor with the, outside of the apartment with the cage, cleaning it up at now 4 a.m. and 4.30 a.m. and. I don't know. I think we finally got In the got beginning, you like were five like fine. And then you were like, what? <laughs> like, I just remember you saying something loud. And I was like, Shh, the neighbors are sleeping. It's 4 a.m. And I'm thinking this idea of getting a puppy wasn't such a great idea. but um, And then we tried to just lay down with him um, and just like sandwich him in the middle of us just to calm him down. Maybe he would sleep and then maybe we could sleep. Because at this point, neither one of us had slept one minute. And, you know, with the holiday season, it's crazy busy to begin with. Um, and we're leading into Christmas Eve and all of that. So um, then what did we do? We went and got him checked out just to make sure. Yeah, yeah I took it. him we, to the vet. We just, just had to make to sure he was fine. Make sure he was okay. So we got, you know, special food, right, to, to put him on. Um, and to, like you pumpkin, know, yeah. like all those magical tricks. All that. So then, but then we decided, listen, like she had to, she had to stole a whole bunch of stuff that she had to get done. And we decided, let's change the plans let's bring the puppy to the kids that day which was now the 23rd um and i remember like they the, the older ones kind of knew jordan obviously knew right and my oldest son had known um but the rest of them were just kind of hanging out in yeah we house. needed larry jr to know because yeah. so jordan knew because he was helping but larry jr was um part of it because he was gonna film us coming in which was perfect. Um, the surprise was for everyone, but really the big surprise was going to be for Carmel because she's been asking for a puppy. And we were kind of like, yeah, it's not going to happen this year. Maybe one day, you know, whatever. So um, so it was super cute. I wish I could show you guys the video because I think I watched it 10 times and cried every time at Carmel and Faith and all of their reaction. But um, the best part was, you know, when I came in, and I was holding the puppy, and I think I said, um, he needs a name. And they were like, well, first they were like, aahing, ooing over this puppy. And I said, he needs a name. And they, I think they thought that the puppy was meat for me, and I was just like bringing it over to show them. So when they had that realization moment that um, it was their puppy, they just completely, oh, yeah. it was so precious. Yeah, great. Like tears kind of were for Carmel and Solomon. I mean, they just, they loved it. They came over and, and Carmel couldn't believe it. Like, this is ours. He's really ours. Yeah. And uh, it was awesome. You know, it was one of those moments that, you know, we caught on camera and we'll have it forever. But it's, you know, again, that's the beautiful part of this story is like when you actually give that gift to them and the kids realize coming to the realization this is their puppy now it's it's unbelievable it's priceless as they say in that commercial oh, yeah. so yeah and so we're sharing all the gritty yucky stuff because <laughs> we, have. we have a company called grit to grace and this is a perfect example yeah. because he truly is so precious and awesome and 
the best gift ever. So I'm just saying, like, if you're going to do this, you know, wintertime's not the best, but be prepared for things like this. But it's still worth it in the end. He is such a joy. Yeah, he he totally acclimated into our family, took on the personality of the family. And so there's eight children we've talked about. And he has, like, a relationship with each of them. And, you know, each of them have their own little special things with him. And, you know, they train him in certain ways. And, and he's just, just a big bundle of love and joy and mm -hmm. he's always around and you know if i'm upstairs working he's literally sitting laying there by my feet as i'm as i'm doing something on the computer and if the kids are downstairs he's in the mix down there and the best though is like when so now two of them are college and two of them have moved out to an apartment but when they come home it doesn't matter if they haven't seen it doesn't matter if it was 24 hours ago like the greeting he gives them and actually anybody walking in the house mm -hmm. he just goes crazy so much jumps up and down so happy to see him and like i said just a awesome part of the family and uh like now i for years i resisted and you know now i can't imagine like what what the Which family is why what we the need house. a friend for Oakley, yeah so we're working on that <laughs> yeah that would be good maybe not this year but maybe that's something we can plan in the future but yeah so we don't want to, he's down there, I don't know if you want to try to bring him back up, but we just wanted to uh, to tell that story. We think it, at this time of year, it's uh, it's a funny story. It's got some, obviously, a lot of humor. And at the time we are going through it, it wasn't necessarily humorous. But um, mm -hmm. but what an awesome gift. And again, if you're thinking about it or on the fence, it, it's well worth it. But make sure you videotape it and make sure you're prepared for some of those things that could happen. Um, and again, those of you who have, may have done it in the past, Hopefully this kind of brings back that special moment yeah. uh, when you did that and gave that to your children or to your loved ones and and how they reacted. So Yeah, they really feel such a, a void, a gap, an emptiness, or they complete a family, you yeah. know, puppies. So And they definitely take on your personality. So yes. he's he's a little crazy sometimes and you know, he's trying to figure out the comings and goings of everybody, but yeah. He's awesome. Yes. So, so that's it. Yeah. So we just Oakley is our first guest. He's he's resting now, but um, <laughs> he's exhausted. He, he was, was up nervous. all night preparing. He was so yeah. stressed out, but now he's so fine. He's like, okay, my debut is over. But right. uh, yes. So with, with that, we'll wrap it up. We hope you have a great rest of your day, and I hope you enjoyed it. If you did, you know, like it, share it, and uh, again, continue to send us comments. They've been awesome, and uh, we appreciate the support. And uh, talk to you on the next one. Thank you for listening in to this episode of the His and Her Life Hacks podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. We look forward to having you join us on future episodes. If there is a topic that you would like Dawn and I to discuss, please feel free to contact us at dawn.jacoby at grit2grace.com or larry.ambrose at grit2grace.com. See you on the next one.